Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Tuesday, October 24, 2023. Revolutionary algorithm Eureka empowers robots to learn faster with GPT-4. Researchers from NVIDIA, Upen, Caltech, and the University of Texas at Austin have unveiled a groundbreaking algorithm called Eureka. By leveraging OpenAI's GPT-4 language model, Eureka enhances robot dexterity by designing training goals known as reward functions. This innovation aims to bridge the gap between high-level reasoning and low-level motor control, enabling robots to rapidly learn complex tasks through simultaneous trials in parallel simulations. To expedite training time, NVIDIA researchers have employed video game-like computer worlds using platforms such as Isaac Sim and Isaac Jim. These virtual environments simulate three-dimensional physics and facilitate massively parallel training sessions across multiple virtual worlds simultaneously. Eureka utilizes a hybrid gradient architecture that combines a low-level neural network for robot motor control with a high-level language model like GPT-4. The algorithm employs two loops, an outer loop that refines the reward function using GPT-4 and an inner loop for reinforcement learning to train the robot's control system. The research paper highlights Eureka's superiority over human-written reward functions, outperforming them by a significant margin. It also introduces a novel form of reinforcement learning from human feedback, RLHF, allowing natural language feedback from human operators to influence the reward function. With Eureka's accelerated training capabilities and AI oversight, teaching robots new skills will become exponentially faster. This breakthrough complements previous experiments by Microsoft and Google, showcasing the potential of language models in controlling robots. Moving on to another AI update, in a move to enhance American competitiveness in the technology sector, the White House has unveiled 31 designated technology hubs. With grants ranging from $40 million to $75 million each, these hubs will focus on various areas such as AI, clean energy, quantum computing, medicine, and biotechnology. The initiative, authorized under the CHIPS and Science Act signed by President Joe Biden in August 2022, aims to bolster semiconductor manufacturing and supply chains in the United States. The locations of these hubs span across 32 states, Puerto Rico, and include tribal governments, coal communities, and smaller population states. The designations are seen as indicators of rapid economic growth potential and will attract private investment and job creation, according to Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo. The White House emphasizes that these hubs were chosen to represent the diversity of America and counter the concentration of economic growth in coastal cities. President Biden is expected to discuss his economic agenda and investment efforts during a speech later today. In other news related to AI, Apple's plans to introduce generative AI features in iOS 18 have been further supported by analyst Ming-Chi Kuo, who reveals the potential costs in Apple's efforts to keep up with its competitors. The company aims to purchase thousands of AI servers over the next two years, representing a small share of worldwide shipments. To enable the generative AI feature, Apple will acquire NVIDIA's HGXH 108 GPU, priced at around $250,000 per unit, 
This investment is expected to reach $620 million in 2023 and a staggering $4.75 billion in 2024. However, Quo notes that Apple server purchases are still lower than its rivals due to a shortage of NVIDIA AI chips. Meta, for example, plans to acquire approximately 40,000 units in 2024. Apple's preference for using its own AI servers for training language models instead of virtual hosts from cloud service providers highlights its focus on security, privacy, and design flexibility. Quo emphasizes that these estimates do not include additional costs like labor and infrastructure, suggesting that Apple will need to invest even more to successfully deliver generative AI features by late 2024. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Now on to our next AI update, introducing Monster API, a groundbreaking platform that allows users to fine-tune large language models, LLMs, without any coding. Developed by a team of researchers and developers, Monster API aims to make LLMs more accessible and affordable for everyone. While LLMs are powerful AI systems, they often lack specificity in solving particular problems. Fine-tuning them requires significant time, effort, and computing power, making it a complex task. Monster API solves these challenges by offering a no-code solution. Users can choose from various open-source models, upload their own datasets, or use pre-made ones from the platform's library. The interface guides users through the fine-tuning process, simplifying the experience. The platform utilizes a decentralized GPU platform, reducing costs and speeding up fine-tuning. Users can pay as they go or subscribe to a suitable plan. Additionally, Monster API recently introduced new features like Clora with 4-bit quantization and NF4, flash attention to, and data and model parallelism on multiple GPUs, enhancing the platform's capabilities. Feedback from users has been positive, with applications ranging from content creation to chatbot development. With its mission to democratize access to LLMs, Monster API empowers users to leverage AI without technical expertise. To learn more or sign up, visit http colon slash slash or join their Discord server. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, tomorrow, the Second Senate AI Insight Forum will feature over 20 prominent AI leaders, including Mark Andresen. This event follows a delayed start to a series of forums aimed at educating senators on various AI-related topics. Led by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the bipartisan forums cover issues such as copyright, workforce, national security, privacy, and more. The focus of tomorrow's forum will be on transformative innovation in medicine, energy, and science, with an emphasis on security, accountability, and transparency in AI. Notable speakers include Aidan Gomez, Stella Biederman, Derek Johnson, Max Tegmark, Alondra Nelson, and Suresh Venkatasubramanian. The first forum faced criticism for its lack of press access. Coinciding with the second forum is the introduction of the Artificial Intelligence Advancement Act of 2023, sponsored by Senators Heinrich, Rounds, Schumer, and Young. The bill proposes establishing a bug bounty program and requiring reports on data sharing, AI regulation in the financial sector, and military applications. 
Despite delays, Senator Schumer emphasizes the urgency of addressing AIA's impact on society, stating that Congress must take action before it's too late. In other AI news, AI research assistants could enhance Wikipedia's reliability. A recent study proposes that artificial intelligence, AI, can play a crucial role in improving the accuracy and quality of references on Wikipedia. The research, published in Nature Machine Intelligence, introduces SIDE, a neural network-powered system developed by Fabio Petroni and his team at Samai AI. SIDE analyzes the validity of references in Wikipedia entries, suggesting better alternatives for flawed or incomplete ones. To train SIDE, the system identifies reliable references from featured Wikipedia articles, which receive significant attention from editors and moderators. It then uses its verification system to detect claims supported by low-quality references and searches the internet for reputable sources, ranking them as potential replacements. In testing, SIDE recommended references for featured articles it had not seen before. Impressively, in almost half of the cases, the AI's top choice was already cited in the article. When shown to a group of Wikipedia users, 21% preferred the AI-suggested citations, while 10% favored the existing ones, and 39% had no preference. While the tool could save time for editors and moderators, its deployment must be carefully considered. Alexandra Ehrman, a computational communication scientist at the University of Zurich, suggests that the system could be useful in identifying potentially inappropriate citations. However, she notes that some users may still prefer to search for relevant citations online. Overall, AI research assistants like SIDE hold promise for enhancing the reliability of Wikipedia's references, contributing to the continued improvement of the popular online encyclopedia. And now with another AI story introducing Nightshade, a new tool empowering artists to combat AI models by corrupting their training data. Artists and performers have filed lawsuits against AI companies, including OpenAI, for using their work without consent in training these models. Many datasets used for AI training are scraped from the web, a practice that artists now oppose as it enables the creation of competing AI-generated work. To fight back, artists can use Nightshade, an open-source tool developed by University of Chicago researchers. Nightshade can be applied to images before uploading them, subtly altering pixels to poison the art for AI models. By poisoning images, AI models learn incorrect object names and scenery, generating distorted or misleading outputs. For example, poison dog images made the AI generate cat-like dogs. Nightshade's technique is challenging to defend against, as the poison pixels are undetectable to the human eye and software tools. Detecting and removing poison images from AI training datasets may require retraining the models. While Nightshade's potential for misuse exists, the researchers aim to shift power back to artists by deterring copyright infringement. They have submitted their work for peer review at a computer security conference. Staying on the topic of AI, former tech employees in San Francisco have launched Accelerate SF, an initiative aimed at leveraging AI to tackle the city's social and urban challenges. The founders, who have experience working at prominent technology companies, have organized a hackathon where engineers will develop AI solutions for public sector issues like housing affordability and transportation. Accelerate SF has garnered support from local stakeholders, leading AI firms, and political organizations, including a partnership with the Mayor's Office of Innovation. What sets this initiative apart is its focus on utilizing large language models, LLMs, to analyze complex data sets. The founders believe that government forms and websites present ample opportunities for AI applications. 
Some examples of projects participants may work on include a website that answers questions about government spending, a simplified form for reporting car break-ins, and a permit approval application that provides feedback. The hackathon will also feature notable speakers and judges from the tech and civic sectors who will share insights on how AI can drive social good and improve the public sector. Accelerate SF represents one of the first major efforts by a U.S. city to integrate AI into public services. In other news related to Apple, Apple is reportedly preparing to release a refreshed version of its Apple Silicon iMac in the near future, according to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman. The current 24-inch iMac has not received an update since 2021, when it was replaced by the M1-powered Apple Silicon model. Unlike other Macs, the iMac has yet to receive the newer M2 chip. While Gurman does not mention specific details about the upcoming iMac, there is speculation that it could feature the new Apple M3 chip. However, it is uncertain if Apple would introduce a brand new chip architecture in a single desktop Mac without a dedicated announcement event. It's possible that Apple may opt for an M2-powered iMac instead. Additionally, an updated iMac could present an opportunity for Apple to refresh its accessories, such as the Magic Keyboard, Magic Mouse, and Magic Trackpad, with USB-C ports. The release of a larger 32-inch iMac is expected in 2024 or 2025. The current shipping times for various iMac models indicate that Apple may be preparing for a new release, possibly involving changes to memory and storage configurations. Moving on to another Apple update, Qualcomm has developed a new CPU, the Snapdragon 8 CX Gen 4, which has surpassed Apple's M1 chip in terms of performance and is catching up to the M2 chip. Previous attempts by Qualcomm to compete with Apple's Silicon Macs were unsuccessful, but this latest CPU has finally achieved better benchmark results than the M1. The Snapdragon 8 CX Gen 4 boasts performance cores and four efficiency cores, giving it an edge over Apple's chips in multi-core performance. However, the M1 and M2 still outperform Qualcomm's CPU in single-core performance. It's worth noting that the Snapdragon chip may not be as energy-efficient as Apple's chips due to its higher core count, potentially draining more power. The new Snapdragon 8 CX Gen 4 is being developed by Nuvia, a startup acquired by Qualcomm in 2021, founded by former engineers from Apple's Silicon team. While the first PCs powered by Qualcomm's new chip are expected to debut by the end of the year or early 2024, Apple is already preparing to introduce Macs with the M3 chip in the coming months. This competition in the ARM-based PC market poses a threat to Intel, which has lost Apple as a customer and could face further challenges from other PC vendors. Expanding on our coverage of Apple, Apple is expanding its retail presence in China with the opening of a new Apple store in November. The store, called Apple Mixi Wenzhou, will be the company's 46th retail location in mainland China and the first in the city of Wenzhou. To commemorate the opening, Apple has created a collection of exclusive wallpapers for iPhone, iPad, and Mac devices, as well as a custom Apple Watch face. These designs feature a special Apple logo inspired by an ancient textile printing technique known as Blue Clip Valerian, which is native to Wenzhou. The store itself will also showcase a temporary fabric mural incorporating this traditional art form. Apple Mixie Wenzhou is scheduled to open on November 4th at 10 a.m. local time. This expansion highlights Apple's continued investment in the Chinese market and its commitment to providing unique experiences for its customers. Another Apple item to report, Luxshare, a leading Apple supplier, has risen from producing iPad cables to becoming one of Apple's key manufacturing and development partners. 
Luxshare founder and chairwoman, Wang Leichun, started her journey as a Foxconn production line worker, gradually advancing to become a team leader. In 1998, she ventured out on her own, establishing a factory that produced electric cords and television set cases. Luxshare's relationship with Apple began with the acquisition of a company manufacturing iPad cables, which served as a foundation for their subsequent expansion into adjacent products such as earphones and camera modules. The company's expertise and attention to detail impressed Apple engineers, leading to Luxshare's involvement in the production of MacBooks. Furthermore, Luxshare is set to achieve an even deeper partnership with Apple. They will handle the new product introduction process for Apple's high-end iPhones in 2024, a role previously monopolized by Foxconn. Luxshare is also involved in the assembly and development of Apple's upcoming Vision Pro headset, as well as future models. Recently, Apple CEO Tim Cook visited Luxshare's Apple Watch factory, commending their work and acknowledging their use of solar panels to power the facility. This visit highlights the significant progress Luxshare has made, transforming from a humble cable producer to a crucial player in Apple's supply chain. And now we move on to clean energy innovations-related news, the surprising link between clean energy and snowpack preservation. As global temperatures rise, the loss of snow is a well-known consequence. However, a recent discovery reveals that this decline is not solely caused by greenhouse gas emissions, but also by particulate pollution from fossil fuels. When black carbon particles settle on snow, they darken its surface, leading to increased absorption of solar energy and accelerated melting. New research suggests that reducing fossil fuel consumption will yield a dual benefit for the diminishing snowpack. By burning less fossil fuels, not only will temperatures decrease on the snow's surface and in the surrounding air, but there will also be a reduction in these harmful particles. The anticipated outcome is cleaner, whiter snow with improved reflectivity. This change is crucial, as cleaner snow melts at a slower rate. Freshly fallen snow is one of the Earth's brightest natural surfaces, reflecting 90% of sunlight. However, black carbon deposition darkens the snow, causing it to absorb more light and heat up faster. The melting of the snowpack raises concerns for the 2 billion people who depend on it as a vital water resource. Unlike rainfall that quickly replenishes reservoirs, a snowpack releases water gradually during spring and summer. Understanding the importance of snowmelt is crucial, especially for those downstream who rely on this water source. Climate change has already led to diminished spring snowpack by 20% across the American West between 1955 and 2020. With less snow and ice, these regions experience even higher temperatures and earlier snowmelt, further exacerbating the problem. Staying on the topic of clean energy innovations, Husk Power Systems, a clean energy company specializing in rural electrification, has secured $103 million in Series D funding to support its plans for 500 solar mini-grids in Nigeria. The investment includes $43 million in equity, the largest ever raise of its kind in the mini-grid industry, and $60 million in debt financing. New investors STOA Infra and Energy, the U.S. International Development Finance Corporation, EFC, and Proparco, along with existing investors Shell Ventures, Swede Fund, and FMO, participated in the equity deal. The debt component was provided by institutions like the International Finance Corporation, IFC, and the European Investment Bank, EIB. This funding solidifies Husk Power's position as a leader in rural electrification in sub-Saharan Africa and South Asia. Many grids have the potential to provide clean energy to half a billion people by the end of the decade. With 75% of the population lacking access to renewable energy solutions in sub-Saharan Africa, countries like South Sudan, 
Burundi Chad Malawi, Burkina Faso Madagascar, and Tanzania could benefit from Husk Power Solar and Wind Solutions. Buoyed by this capital, Husk Power plans to expand into markets such as the Democratic Republic of Congo, Zambia, and Madagascar. The company has evolved beyond mini-grid operations to offer a range of renewable energy services, including e-mobility and agro-processing, powered by AI and IoT technology. Taking a look at more clean energy innovations updates, Amazon expands renewable energy portfolio in Europe, adding 1 gigawatt to the grid. Amazon has announced the addition of 39 new renewable energy projects to its European portfolio this year. The company's latest investments include 15 rooftop solar installations on its own facilities across several European countries and 24 utility-scale wind and solar projects funded by Amazon. These initiatives are already contributing 1 gigawatt of clean energy to national grids throughout Europe. Upon completion, the combined capacity of all Amazon-backed renewable projects will exceed 5.8 gigawatts, generating enough energy to power over 4.7 million European households annually. Lindsay McQuaid, Director of Energy for EMEA at Amazon, highlighted the company's commitment to providing clean energy sources, supporting local economies, and creating jobs. Driven by pressure from stakeholders and its own sustainability goals, Amazon aims to decarbonize its operations by 2040. In an effort to accelerate progress, the company has advanced its target to power its operations with 100% renewable energy from 2030 to 2025. Last year, Amazon became the world's largest corporate buyer of renewable power after acquiring 10.9 gigawatts of clean energy. With these recent investments, Amazon continues to prioritize renewable energy adoption, demonstrating its dedication to reducing emissions and transitioning to a more sustainable future. Continuing on the topic of clean energy innovations, in an effort to boost private investment and job creation, President Joe Biden unveiled 31 technology hubs across the United States. These hubs, authorized by the CHIPS and Science Act, aim to disperse $500 million in grants and promote technological innovation in various industries, including clean energy, biotechnology, semiconductors, and more. The selected regions span 32 states, Puerto Rico, and encompass both small communities and historically underserved areas. While applicants can seek up to $75 million in federal funding, the limited allocation means that most designees will not receive a grant. The initiative seeks to decentralize technological advancement, moving away from concentration in major cities like San Francisco and New York, and instead bringing opportunities to communities nationwide. President Biden expressed confidence that these investments would transform the country and empower its people, emphasizing the administration's commitment to investing in America's future. Continuing with the latest in clean energy innovations news, over 130 prominent companies, such as IKEA, Volvo, Unilever, Nestle, and AstraZeneca, have united in a joint plea to world leaders, urging them to take decisive action towards eliminating fossil fuels. In a letter signed by these influential organizations, they implore governments worldwide to embrace a comprehensive strategy to gradually replace fossil fuels without relying on carbon capture. The call for action comes ahead of crucial international climate negotiations, where these companies hope to see concrete steps taken towards a sustainable future. By joining forces, these industry leaders aim to emphasize the urgent need for a global plan that prioritizes the phasing out of fossil fuels, ultimately mitigating the environmental impact caused by their use. This collective effort highlights the growing recognition among major corporations of the necessity to transition to cleaner energy sources and reduce greenhouse gas emissions.
With their combined influence, these companies seek to inspire meaningful change and encourage governments to prioritize sustainable practices in order to safeguard the planet for future generations. Moving on to innovative construction news, Micron, the only memory chip manufacturer in the U.S., is facing challenges due to China's ban on U.S. technologies and a slump in smartphone sales. However, the company is determined to expand its operations in the U.S. Micron plans to build a $15 billion chip fabrication plant in Boise, Idaho, which will be the largest chip project in U.S. history. The facility aims to bring advanced memory production to the country starting in 2026. Micron's goal is to increase the U.S. share of dynamic random access memory, DRAM, production, which currently stands at just 2%. The company is also investing $100 billion over 20 years to build four fabs in upstate New York, with the support of the Federal CHIPS and Science Act. This act provides incentives for domestic chip production and has allocated $52.7 billion for companies manufacturing in the U.S. Micron, along with hundreds of other companies, has applied for funds from this act. The U.S. share of overall chip manufacturing has declined in recent decades, but these initiatives aim to revive the country's position as a leader in the industry. Also in innovative technology news, Amazon has introduced passkeys as an alternative to passwords for signing into user accounts. The move follows a trend among major tech companies shifting towards biometrics like fingerprints and facial recognition, as well as PINs, to enhance digital identity security. Passkeys offer improved protection against phishing scams and are favored by users over lengthy passwords. They require the user's actual device in addition to the passkey itself to gain access, making them more secure than traditional passwords. While passwords will still be in use for the foreseeable future, Amazon sees this as a positive step towards a passwordless Internet. Currently, passkeys need to be manually set up in the app's login and security settings, with passwords remaining the default option. Other companies, including Google, TikTok, Nintendo, and PayPal, have also embraced passkeys and moved away from traditional passwords. However, concerns have been raised about the widespread collection of biometric data, as it is more personal and potentially more damaging if misused. Despite these concerns, the industry sees biometrics as a means to create a seamless and secure future. Moving on to innovative transportation updates, a startup focused on upcycling electric vehicle, EV, batteries, Circulion, has secured 8.5 million euros in funding to establish a circular battery value chain for Europe's growing EV market. With an estimated 130 million EVs expected to be on European roads by 2035, the issue of battery waste becomes crucial. Circulion aims to address this challenge by developing an automated upcycling solution that enables the sustainable recycling of lithium-ion cells on a large scale. The company's technology leverages artificial intelligence, AI, to optimize battery discharging, dismantling, disassembly, and health diagnostics, reducing manual labor and minimizing environmental impact. Compared to conventional recycling methods, Circulion claims that its upcycling solution can save up to 48% of CO2 emissions. The startup already has partnerships with original equipment manufacturers, OEMs, micromobility service providers, power tool manufacturers, and European recycling companies. Its ultimate goal is to upcycle 3 billion batteries by 2035. With the new funding, Circulion plans to expand its services across European markets, improve battery sorting techniques using AI, and create a comprehensive battery recycling data repository to support a fully circular battery supply chain. Continuing our coverage on innovative transportation, a game-changing low-cost EV kit for gas cars. 
a groundbreaking low-cost retrofitting EV kit called REVR is revolutionizing the conversion of gas-powered vehicles to electric ones. Priced at around $3,100, this kit offers a remarkable deal compared to traditional gas-to-electric conversion kits that cost 10 times as much. Designed by Australian student Alexander Burton, REVR presents an eco-friendly solution while minimizing modifications to the original vehicle. Unlike full e-conversion kits, REVR does not require removing the combustion engine, making it more affordable. The kit adds motors to the back wheels, powered by a battery and control system located in the spare wheel well. Similar to hybrids, the accelerator relays braking and acceleration information to the system. This bolt-on solution allows for easy installation without altering the car's internal systems, making it suitable for most small cars and even larger SUVs. Although the current design provides an electric range of only 62 miles before reverting to the internal combustion engine, it still offers significant savings and environmental benefits for daily commutes. While not matching the mileage of full-blown electric vehicles, REVR enables drivers to capitalize on electricity instead of gasoline, contributing to a greener future. With its affordability and simplicity, REVR opens new possibilities for transforming older gas cars into electric vehicles. Expanding on our coverage of innovative transportation, the upcoming Japan Mobility Show 2023 is set to showcase a new wave of electric vehicle, EV, concepts from major Japanese automakers. Toyota and Nissan are breaking away from convention with their designs, featuring boxy and unconventional aesthetics. This shift represents a significant step forward for these renowned brands, which have been slower to embrace EV technology compared to their counterparts like GM and Volvo. The event aims to make a statement rather than just being a typical trade show. Toyota's lineup includes a high-performance sports car called the FTSE, an electric SUV named the FT3e, and an electrified version of the Land Cruiser with a sleek, cyberpunk-inspired design. Honda is also participating with its specialty sports concept, an enigmatic electric sports car slated for production, along with Robotaxis, an autonomous work vehicle, and an electric vertical takeoff and landing, if tall, aircraft. While Honda's approach may seem less serious than Toyota's, the full extent of their offerings remains to be seen. These concepts represent tangible steps towards an electric future, signaling that Japan's vision for EVs is rapidly becoming a reality. Shifting to Internet Innovations News, Amazon embraces password-free experience with Passkey on iOS and web. In a significant move towards eliminating passwords, Amazon has implemented Passkey technology to enhance convenience and security for its customers. The e-commerce giant is now introducing support for Passkeys on iOS and the web, aiming to create a more secure and passwordless Internet. Dave Treadwell, Senior Vice President of E-Commerce at Amazon, expressed excitement about this new authentication method, emphasizing the company's commitment to providing ease of use and security simultaneously. While passwords will still be in use for the foreseeable future, Amazon sees this as a positive step forward. Passkey replaces traditional passwords with biometric security options such as Touch ID, Face ID or PINs on trusted devices. This approach enhances security by reducing the risk of passwords or one-time codes falling into the wrong hands. Starting today, Amazon users can enroll for passkeys via the web and, once rolled out, on iOS as well. The company provides simple instructions for setting up passkeys on user accounts, accessible through the login and security section.
Although passkeys are currently available on the web, support for the iOS Amazon Shopping app is gradually being rolled out with plans for future support on the Android app. With this move, Amazon aims to revolutionize the way users authenticate their accounts, paving the way for a future without passwords. In other internet innovations related news, in an effort to enhance privacy, Google's Chrome browser is developing a feature that allows users to conceal their IP addresses from websites without the need for a VPN. This new IP protection feature aims to reduce cross-site tracking by creating a proxy IP address, preventing certain sites from identifying users and their activities. Initially, Google will test the feature on its own domains such as google.com, Gmail and Google Ad services and it will be accessible only to US-based users logged into their Google accounts on Chrome. Following this initial test, the IP protection will utilize a two-hop proxy system, further enhancing privacy. The objective is not to block IP addresses from all websites, but rather to prevent tracking beyond traditional cookies. By combining this feature with its forthcoming Privacy Sandbox initiative, which aims to eliminate third-party cookies by 2024, Google intends to limit the ability of third-party sites to track users across multiple platforms. However, it is important to note that Google will still have access to users' IP addresses within its network, allowing targeted advertising while maintaining greater user privacy. Continuing our Internet Innovations coverage, Arc Web Browser, hailed as the best browser of the last decade by Inverse, will soon be available for Windows users. The CEO of the browser company, Josh Miller, announced that invites for Windows users will be sent out before the end of the year. The Windows version of Arc will feature a user interface with a sidebar containing favorites, pin tabs, and other browsing tabs. One of its notable features, called Spaces, allows for easy navigation between browsing windows. Arc on Windows is built on Swift, an Apple programming language, which enables faster iteration and a native Windows app experience. The company aims to maintain the same level of velocity, integrity, and experience across platforms. However, it remains unclear how much of the Mac app's functionality will be available at launch. Since its beta release earlier this year, the browser company has been actively updating Arc with new features, making it an exciting addition to the web browser landscape. Shifting to rockets related news, Europe's upcoming Ariane 6 rocket is preparing for a crucial engine test fire in November, marking a significant step towards its launch. The long-duration static fire test will involve the firing of the Vulcane 2.1 engine for a full 8 minutes, simulating the entire flight phase of the core stage. This test, taking place at Europe's spaceport in French Guiana, is preceded by another test in October to rehearse launch procedures and engine ignition. The Ariane 6 rocket is poised to replace the retired Ariane 5, which had a successful track record with over 100 missions since 1996. Originally planned for a 2020 debut, Ariane 6 has faced delays, but the European Space Agency, ESA, aims to announce the first flight date following the November test. The recent four-second engine firing on September 5 demonstrated promising results. With these tests, Europe is progressing towards the realization of its new generation, Expendable Launcher, which is expected to commence operations in 2024. Shifting to science updates, scientists develop breakthrough method for ultra-slippery surfaces. Researchers from Aalto University in Finland have unveiled a groundbreaking technique to create incredibly slick surfaces. Using a unique reactor, the team developed self-assembled monolayers, SAMs, with a fluid-like surface that significantly reduces friction. These SAMs consist of covalently bound molecules on a silicon material, mimicking the cohesion of liquid molecules. 
The researchers achieved this by depositing a chemical called octyltrichlorosilin onto the silicon surface using a vapor deposition reactor. The study published in Nature Chemistry marks the first time scientists have directly created nanometer-level heterogeneous surfaces, providing valuable scientific insights for practical applications. The team discovered that both short and long growth times produced the slickest surfaces, while intermediate growth times were less effective. When the SAM coverage was low or high, the surface exhibited exceptional slipperiness. Although the pursuit of slippery surfaces may seem amusing, the research has numerous real-world implications. The findings could be applied to de-icing, anti-fogging, and self-cleaning surfaces. This breakthrough follows previous work by another research team that developed a thin coating inspired by plant waxy layers, enabling substances like ketchup and mustard to effortlessly slide off surfaces. The new method offers even greater potential for creating ultra-slippery coatings in various practical applications. Another science item to report, scientists uncover new insights into the formation of powerful superbolts, lightning strikes that can be up to 1,000 times stronger than regular lightning. These rare and intense bolts have intrigued researchers since their discovery in 1977. A recent study published in the Journal of Geophysical Research, Atmosphere Sheds Light on the Phenomenon, revealing a potential explanation for their extraordinary power. Summary, lightning strikes occur frequently worldwide, but superbolts are exceptionally strong and make up a minuscule fraction of all lightning strikes. Concentrated in specific regions like the North Atlantic Ocean, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Altiplano in South America, superbolts tend to strike over water instead of land. The recent study suggests that the distance between the charging zone within storm clouds and the Earth's surface plays a crucial role in the formation of superbolts. When this distance is shorter, the electric field becomes stronger, resulting in more conductive air and more powerful lightning. This finding adds to existing theories that explore factors such as differences in salinity, aerosols, and cloud invigoration, but these theories only explain superbolts in specific regions. The new explanation proposed by the research team applies to a broader range of locations where superbolts occur. Further studies will continue to unravel the mysteries surrounding these awe-inspiring natural phenomena. Next up in space news, NASA is taking steps to prolong the life of its Voyager spacecraft, which have been in deep space for 46 years. The aging computers, worn-out thrusters, and clogged fuel lines are causing issues, with half of the instruments no longer returning data and power levels declining. Engineers at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory are working to maximize the spacecraft's capabilities as they continue to provide valuable scientific data from interstellar space. To address computer problems, a software patch was recently uplinked to Voyager 2 as a test before transmitting to Voyager 1. Additionally, engineers have devised a new method to operate the thrusters, allowing them to fire less frequently but for longer durations. Although this may occasionally result in lost data transmission, it will extend the lifespan of the propellant inlet tubes by at least five years. The team at JPL is facing unprecedented challenges and is constantly finding innovative solutions to keep the Voyagers operational. Despite their limitations, the spacecraft remain a precious source of scientific information, and every additional day of data is considered a blessing by the Voyager project team. Continuing with the topic of space, India achieves significant progress towards launching astronauts. India celebrated a major milestone in its quest to launch astronauts into space, marking a significant step towards becoming the fourth country with an independent human spaceflight program. The successful test of the human-rated spacecraft's launch abort system brought the nation closer to realizing its ambition. The launch abort system consists of rocket motors and parachutes that would rescue the crew in the event of a failed launch. 
Indian officials expressed their satisfaction with the outcome of the test flight and announced plans for future missions, including an unmanned orbital mission at the beginning of the next year. During the test, an unpressurized model of the Gaganyaan spacecraft mimicking the real capsule was launched atop a single-stage liquid-fueled rocket. The capsule reached a speed exceeding Mach 1.2, after which a simulated launch abort was triggered. A high-altitude escape motor propelled the capsule away from the booster, followed by the deployment of parachutes for a controlled descent and splashdown in the Bay of Bengal. The recovered capsule will undergo inspections by ISRO engineers. Prime Minister Narendra Modi hailed the achievement as a significant step towards India's first human spaceflight program, highlighting the nation's advancements in space exploration under his leadership. With an independent human spaceflight program, India would join the exclusive club of countries, including the United States, China, and Russia. Continuing with the latest in space advancements, advancements in space manufacturing revolutionized possibilities for future exploration. Debbie Seneski, an associate professor at Stanford University, explores the potential of space manufacturing in unlocking new frontiers. While Venus is known for its hostile environment, Seneski believes it holds valuable lessons about Earth's evolution and the impact of climate change. In her Extreme Environment Microsystems Laboratory, she investigates wide-band-gap semiconductor materials that can withstand Venus' extreme conditions and be used for sensors and communication. Seneski's team faces challenges in developing defect-free electronics with a comprehensive understanding of their functionality in high temperatures and corrosive environments. To overcome these obstacles, they are harnessing the unique properties of microgravity to create novel materials. By eliminating sedimentation and other Earth-based effects, materials grown in space exhibit improved quality and faster growth rates. Their upcoming experiment on the International Space Station involves synthesizing graphene aerogels, lightweight and highly porous materials with applications as heat shields, battery electrodes, and sensors. As access to space becomes more frequent through commercial low-Earth orbit destinations, the possibilities for space manufacturing expand. This emerging space economy offers opportunities to manufacture crystals and create essential components for future space missions, reshaping our vision of life in the coming decades. Also in space news, silicon carbide, incredibly hard and corrosion-resistant material with over 200 crystal types, has captured the attention of researchers for its potential use in space. Unlike most materials, silicon carbide can withstand extreme conditions such as radiation, wild temperatures, and lack of gravity. It is 60% less sensitive to cosmic rays than silicon and can handle the temperature extremes found on planets like Venus and Uranus. Scientists believe that silicon carbide could improve electronics for space missions and enhance our understanding of how materials perform in space. The focus has been on Venus, where the scorching surface temperature and crushing pressure pose significant challenges. Debbie G. Seneski, from Stanford University's Extreme Environment Microsystems Laboratory, X-Lab, is working on constructing tough electronics capable of surviving Venus's harsh conditions. Silicon carbide offers promise as an alternative to regular silicon, preventing undesirable alloy formation when exposed to high temperatures. Researchers hope to see a future lander mission to Venus that collects dynamic data on its surface temperature and weather patterns. Staying on the topic of space, Europe's reliance on SpaceX for upcoming satellite launches has been deemed a no-other-choice situation by officials from the European Space Agency, ESA. The ESA has reached an agreement with Elon Musk's SpaceX to launch four navigation and communications satellites into orbit. This marks the first partnership between the EU and SpaceX involving classified information. 
The deal aims to address Europe's lack of independent access to space satellites after setbacks with Ariane 6, the successor to Ariane 5, and the grounding of Italy's Vega C rocket. The breakdown in relations with Russia also interrupted Europe's backup option, the Soyuz program. With 10 ready-to-launch satellites, the ESA is eager to put them into space rather than keeping them grounded. However, the agency does not plan to rely on SpaceX for future Galileo launches beyond this agreement. Europe's hope lies in the Ariane 6 rocket, scheduled for service in 2024, while other potential launch providers are still developing their technology. Final approval for the deal is pending from the European Commission and EU member states. Staying on the topic of space, newly analyzed samples from the Apollo 17 mission have revealed that the moon is older than previously believed. Zircon crystals collected half a century ago indicate that the moon formed around 4.46 billion years ago, making it approximately 40 million years older than previous estimates. The moon's origins trace back to a collision between Earth and a Mars-sized body over 4 billion years ago, resulting in the formation of our satellite. By studying the distribution of lead atoms in the zircon crystals using atom probe tomography, researchers were able to determine their age. This finding provides valuable insights into the history of the moon and its impact on Earth, such as influencing tides and animal behavior. NASA's upcoming Artemis missions, planned for after 2025, aim to further investigate the moon's formation and establish a sustained human presence. The discovery of the moon's increased age serves as an important refinement to our understanding of its timeline and will contribute to future scientific endeavors related to lunar exploration. Staying on the topic of space, Virgin Galactic has partnered with NASA scientist Alan Stern for an Edge of Space exploration mission. Scheduled for a launch window opening on November 2nd, the upcoming Galactic 05 mission will carry Stern, along with science communicator Kelly Girardi, and a private astronaut. Stern, known for his work on NASA's New Horizons mission to Pluto, will undergo training for future suborbital spaceflights and conduct experiments during the mission. He will assess researchers' reactions to high-G forces and the microgravity environment, as well as test a visible and ultraviolet camera. Girardi, representing the International Institute for Astronautical Sciences, will oversee three human-tended payloads investigating fluid behavior in low gravity, biometric data collection, and the effects of long-duration spaceflight on insulin resistance. The flight, lasting approximately 90 minutes, will involve the VMS EVE carrier aircraft releasing the Unity space plane at an altitude of 44,500 feet, 13,500 meters. The space plane will then ascend to a maximum altitude of 54.2 miles, 87 kilometers, just short of the internationally recognized boundary of space. This mission marks a new era of accessible space research and represents a significant step towards using space as a laboratory for scientific advancements. Staying on the topic of space, today on the Daily Telescope, we bring you a captivating glimpse into a young star cluster located in a neighboring galaxy, the Small Magellanic Cloud. A close galaxy to our own holds this remarkable cluster called NGC 346, which was discovered two centuries ago. With an estimated 3 billion stars, the small Magellanic Cloud may seem vast, but it pales in comparison to the Andromeda Galaxy, which boasts a staggering 1 trillion stars. In a new infrared image captured by NASA's James Webb Space Telescope, we witness NGC 346 in all its glory. The blue hues represent silicates and polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, while the bright patches and filaments indicate regions teeming with protostars. Astronomers have identified over 1,000 pinpoint sources of light, 
most of them being young stars still enveloped in their dusty cocoons. This mesmerizing image offers a window into the wonders of our universe, reminding us of the vastness and beauty that lie beyond our planet. Stay tuned for more awe-inspiring discoveries from the cosmos. Staying on the topic of space, in a recent development, NASA's Juno spacecraft has captured a close-up view of Jupiter's moon Io, revealing its terrifying landscape just in time for Halloween. Although Io may appear to have cozy autumn colors at first glance, it is far from a pleasant place. This moon is a treacherous alien world covered in frozen sulfur and filled with lakes of churning lava. Over 400 volcanoes continuously spew fire and ash into the yellow skies, with some erupting lava fountains hundreds of miles high. Juno flew within 7,500 miles of Io's fiery surface on October 15, providing the closest look at this hellish world in two decades. The spacecraft's JunoCam instrument captured a striking image, which was processed by image processor Ted Steyrk and later enhanced by Fernando Garcia Navarro, using an AI filter. Despite the filtered version being less realistic, it revealed more distinct features of the moon's surface. Io's extreme volcanic activity is a result of the gravitational interaction between Jupiter and its neighboring moons. Juno is scheduled to make even closer flybys of Io in the coming months, with the next ones planned for December 3rd and February 24th. Moving on to tech updates, the French tech ecosystem, which experienced significant growth over the past decade, is now facing a turning point. La French Tech, a government-backed initiative promoting startups in France, recently celebrated its 10-year anniversary. However, despite previous success stories, the current state of the French tech ecosystem is challenging, with layoffs, down rounds, fire sales, and bankruptcies affecting many startups. The ecosystem's transformation began around 2013 to 2014 when entrepreneurs aimed to create innovative tech giants competing with American and Chinese companies. To provide stability, policymakers established La French Tech and P France, a public investment bank. This led to increased funding rounds, larger funds raised by VC firms, and greater interest from foreign investors. The growth of the French tech ecosystem contributed to the emergence of 28 unicorns. Startups valued at $1 billion or more, including Blah Blah Car, Deezer, and Doctolib. However, the global tech downturn has impacted France as well, with rising interest rates and a decline in VC investments. Despite this, French startups raised $4.5 billion in the first half of 2023, indicating resilience. Nevertheless, recent layoffs at prominent companies raise questions about the sustainability of the unicorn status for some startups. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificialpulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.